This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Believe in Bengal podcast with yours truly, Solomon Wilcox, right here on Bally Sports Ohio. And right now, we have a very special guest, former Pittsburgh Steeler running back and ESPN analyst and my very good friend, Mr. Merrill Hodge, joining us on the Believe in Bengal (laughs) podcast. Hodge, how you doing, my friend? Well, I'm good now that I finally made the podcast, brother. I'm glad I... (laughs) I know, man. You know how it is uh, when we join those two worlds, right? The uh, Bengals world, the Steelers world. uh, Things can get a little rocky, but hey, we know what it's all about uh, playing for these organizations, particularly in the AFC North. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. What I wanted to do is kind of talk with you just about Joe Burrow and the kind of player he is, the kind of young man he is. And Listen, uh, there can be this sense that all is lost when you lose a player like that. But first, I want to start with um, with a player who is so determined to be there for his team that he's willing to play through injury. He's willing to risk it all and uh, and play for his team. And so it lends to people sort of questioning the organization. What did they know? What did they not know? But you and I both know uh, most players are that way. They want to be there for their team, and they're going to push through uh, a lot of uh, maybe the barriers um, that maybe suggest that maybe they uh, should give it a second thought. Well, you know, yeah, Solly, this this game is a uh, it's, it's it's a tough game for tough people. I say that no matter what what level of football I coach at, it's it's a, it's a tough game for tough people. Um, but it's also an intelligent game for smart people. And and I can't do a lot with tough and stupid, but I can do a lot with really tough and smart. Now, th- you know that being said, um, you know, listen, I play in my here. I I can start from here and go to my toes. I mean, I've I've played with about everything known to mankind: broken bones, separated shoulders, broken ribs, separated rib cartilage, you know, um, fractured foot, broken fingers. Um, fibula broken, um, you name it. Um, you know, um, that's part of the nature of, of that game. And, um, you know, I remember Dan Marino blew his at, blew out his Achilles, um, uh, against Cleveland. And I actually was next in line for the longest street played in the NFL at that time, which was like 126 straight games. Now wow. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that. Okay. Well, you just, you just said, wow. Okay. See, that's the one thing, no matter where you play, people respect. Yeah. And, you know, my point with that is, you know, that that's how – listen, Joe Burrow, we're going to get to what makes him so unique and special from a, a quarterback perspective. But to have the toughness from a quarterback's perspective, I mean, I would just tell you this. you When you have that too, along with the skill set we'll talk about later, mm-hmm. man, you just win – you win your teammates over. You know, uh, you win fans over. 
quite honestly, too. And sometimes, you know, what you do because you're into doing that, you, you plow through things you shouldn't plow through, you know. Um, and you, if you'd rest and recover, maybe you're out two weeks, but you're not out the entire year. Now, I'm not saying that's what would have happened in this particular injury. I'm just saying that, you know, sometimes how we manage our injuries – I mean, I actually think they do a lot better job about that now, Solly, yeah, than they did back in the day, too, quite honestly, from all aspects of injuries, not just the care of head trauma, but all aspects of injuries. I think that is invested in in players, you know, I mean, like the Bengals are experiencing this right now. Cleveland's experienced this yet. That's right. You know, your backup is going to be you can only afford a, a backup at a certain level because you got so much invested in in your starter and and you pay that price if he goes down. So managing him and caring for him, you know, is vital and and um you know not just energy for the team. You know, listen, I, I live around here so I'm I'm feeling the I just got off the plane and there's a bunch of Bengal fans with me and <laughs> right. everybody's devastated, you know, and everybody you know, everybody feels it. You know, and, and I yeah. I remember in Pittsburgh, I I so I'm gonna tell you this, win or lose, if I went through that Fort Pitt tunnel, I could feel it. On Monday, I could feel. I was like, "Man, right. this city just feels different when we lose versus when we win." So right. it's uh it's it's too bad too because you know, listen, even from a just a overall, you know, like you want your best players playing. Mm-hmm. You know that this is that's what makes the game great. You know, you don't want your best players on the sideline. You want the best on there. That's what makes you know football, professional football great. Is the best players being out there. You know, you don't want them injured. And, so, it, it, but it is unfortunate. You know, I don't think Joe Burrow has been through an off season or a regular season without something. Yeah. You know, like it is. You know, I, I but, wanted to ask you that. What, what in your mind? Because I think he's a he's a cut above. He's one of those rare special players yeah. at the quarterback position that a franchise could go 40, 50 years until you see another one. Um, and that's yeah. why this is such a. Uh, a really wonderful time to be a Cincinnati Bengals fan. In your mind, as you watch Joe Burrow, and I know you and I get to talk about him a lot, but uh, what are some of the things that makes him special? Well, so I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, you know, I have a clear, I have a, a blank canvas when I get ready to look at a player. You know, even though I watch them on TV, bowl games, whatever, you know, I, I, I know that, that that will tell never tell me about the player. It's not until you be able, you're able to watch them on tape and really study them and evaluate them. But I tell you the game or where he won me over, where he was going to be unique, that he was going to be special, is actually the championship game, um, national championship game. When Clemson oh, rattled him. Yeah, they, 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 when they rattled him, that, that offense rattled. Um, and it might have been two series that they, uh, you know, they just, whatever they had done. Those four weeks that they had, they were off. They they worked, and he shook that off and worked through that, and then just meticulously ripped them apart. And and just his overall skill set was unique. Anyway, from and I'll get to a, a kid who actually just came out this year that actually is the only time I've ever thought of Joe Burrow um, was when when this kid came out this year. But just how he processed things, how he played from the pocket, his accuracy, all those things that matter at our level are what wins championships or what makes you unique. Um, that's when I knew whoever got him. You know, and I remember Cincinnati. I mean, it's always a 
you know, nobody was, nobody knew if Cincinnati was going to take you or not. I, I guarantee you in that room, they're like, ain't nobody in this draft. <laughs> we're going to take other than Joe Burrow because, because he, to your point, Solly, they, yeah. they do not come around all the time. And if there's one, there's only 32 teams. <laughs> so he can only play for one team. And yeah. if you're lucky enough to have one of them and you get them, you keep them and, and they can offset a lot of deficiencies. You know, John Elway was like that. You know, yeah. John Elway was the guy who could offset deficiency. Peyton Manning offset deficiencies. Ben Roethlisberger offsets deficiencies. Joe Burrow offsets deficiencies. Um, but helps you win a championship um, by their level of play. Pittsburgh Steelers, Cincinnati Bengals are going to meet week 12 on Sunday. Um, they've got two games coming up uh, in the final seven games that remain. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, six and four. The Bengals are five and five. Even though they're without Joe Burrow, I have told people, um, don't despair. Um, all you got to do, you got to win five games, five of the seven. I think 10 gets you in. Um, yeah. The Pittsburgh Steelers are, are four games shy of that magical 10 uh, win number. Um, but their offense hasn't been clicking, Merrill. Um, they've been outgained in all 10 games they played this year. But I always tell people about the Pittsburgh Steelers, it doesn't have to look pretty to them. They don't care. Uh, but they're going to make you fight for every single game. And I think that's the character that many of us are looking to see from the Cincinnati Bengals, given the fact they'll be playing without Joe Burrow. Um, this game sort of is an interesting matchup, I think, for those reasons. Well, I'd agree. You know, one thing Cincinnati had been doing, um, you know, they did it on their, their Super Bowl run. Um, in the last few years, you know, they, they've had a great running game. You know, I've always said that of all the phases that you can have to your team, you know, defense has to have a lot of phases. You know, they got to be able to stop the run, play pass, blitz. I mean, those are phases. Yeah. You know, how good are all they – how good are they at all three of those phases? That makes the defense complicated to defend or attack. Yeah. Offensively, um, how many phases do you have to your running attack? How many phases do you have to your passing attack? And how many of those phases do I have to try to stop? Well, if you're – if you have all those phases, it's going to be hard. You can't stop everything. That's right. You got to, you know, you're going to have a problem. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals, their running game had started to come around, and it's the one phase in football that does permeate to the defensive side of the ball, that does cross pollinate into the other side of the ball and helps that other side of the ball. And I, I say that because the Steelers really started to get that going the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, they have yet to complement it, though. And, and that's where, you know, um, that's where the frustrations lie in Pittsburgh. That passing game has yeah. just not been able um, go in sync. Now, uh, when it doesn't go in sync, um, one guy gets the blank, and that is their quarterback is getting – is taking all the heat. Now, they, he does have some things that he has to address. Uh, I think he rushes through his process a little quickly, pulls out, and gets rid of – um, or the initial reads when he should stay with things. So he's rushing things for whatever reason. Um, and he's missing throws that, you know, he quite hasn't missed in the yeah, past. Yeah. Those things are his problems. That's not all the problems. though. <laughs> They're breaking down up front. Um, I mean, listen, never shoot. And now this is, this, this happens to a lot of teams when you play Cleveland. I mean, both tackles get, get absolutely destroyed. I mean, back to back plays, you know, we'll start the game. The left yeah. tackle. I mean, yeah. and tight end, you know, make a mistake. And you just – you know, so they have pass blocking uh, issues. Um, and then they have uh, guys run the wrong routes. 
and everybody's running the same route. They ran like six screens. I think they executed one right. You know, the timing of their – so, you know, there's a whole host of things that are a problem there. And, you know, going back to the Cincinnati thing, see, they, they start, they've been running the football. You know, Joe Mixon actually is probably is, has run as good as I have seen him run Absolutely. since he came out of Oklahoma, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and, and that right there is – see, this game's going to be another one of those fist fights at the 50. Yeah, you know, really, and and then what quarterback can complement him? Um, the one thing about you guys have ten days, um, you know, to get that your quarterback ready. And um, shoot, the Cleveland kid, all he had to do is make a couple throws. You know, you're going to keep it close. He made a couple throws on the last drive that got him in field goal range, and that's all you needed to do. Um, and that's that's kind of how this game is going to be measured again. I think you know how can how can really which offense can complement that defense and that running game and what quarterback can, can complement it and do the few things right that, that puts you in a position to win the game at the end. It'll be Jake Browning's first career start as an NFL quarterback. Uh, so it's going to be him and Kenny Pickett, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, I think have gone what um, 58 consecutive games without uh, gaining over 400 yards total offense. They've been outgained so far in every single game, all 10 games during the regular season, but they can run the ball. It seemed like they've discovered something unique in this running back, Jalen Warren, and he and Najee Harris make for um, a very interesting, I think, dynamic in terms of a pair in one backfield. So I think this game is going to be really good. I want to talk to you about this. Um, I can remember the New England Patriots. Tom Brady blows out his knee. First game of the year. They go the whole season without Tom Brady. They still go 11 and five. Uh, I know there's been uh, times when Aaron Rodgers, not just this year with the Jets, but when he was in Green Bay, he'd get hurt. He'd be out for the remainder of the season. That team still found a way to win and compete. Just come out and compete. Same with Ben in Pittsburgh. I remember him uh, maybe about four or five years ago. After week two, he was out for the whole season. That team still found a way to have a winning record. What yep. is it about the really good teams that when they've lost their leader, their franchise quarterback, they still find a way to go out and compete? Well, here's what you have just defined, and it is my belief. Teams win championships. There's no quarterback that has ever played 60 minutes and won a championship. There's no defense that's played 60 minutes and won a championship. There's no offense that's just played 60 minutes. You have a team and teams win championships. And that to me is oftentimes, well, it's forgotten in the media because, you know, we, we focus on the Joe Burrows. I mean, rightfully so, a skilled player. But if you peel that team apart, I mean, there, there's more layers than, than anybody ever mentions, as you know, because you've played on teams. You know the value of team. And teams win championships. And I, I don't think there's any greater – um, I don't think you should ever not be echoing that as a coach. You know, I never – I mean, you, you highlight players, and there is a standard that you're trying to make everybody live up to, but everybody's important. Like, they all 53 guys are part of that team. And then you know when that 53rd guy is going to have to do something or be put in a position where he's going to have to be prepared, be smart, play smart – and do the right thing at that time, it could be downing a punt on the one-yard line, timing it right, and plan all those things we work on and we miss all the time, but we timed it right on that one particular time, and they got to go 99 with 55 seconds left versus starting to the 25. It's just all those little things. 
I just think it's a great opportunity to reemphasize how important teams are. Teams win championships. I've always thought that. I've, I've believed in that. I know that to be fact. No quarterback does it. No defense does it. Um, teams win it. So I think that's, to your point, is what happens with those teams is that you realize that teams do it and all those other phases. Now, I'll be highlighted a little more. We don't have maybe the elite guy that we have, like a Tom Brady or a Ben, you know, or Joe Burrow. Well, that was still a pretty good football team. You know, we just yeah. talked about some yeah. other guys that on your team that are – that quarterback, um, Jay, he did not look bad. You know, I always look for a guy's face. You know, I'm like, yeah. he did not look overwhelmed. He didn't look – you know. Yeah. And that was uh, – that has to be a comforting feeling for Bengal fans. Um, he's not going to be Joe, Joe Burrow. That's a, that's a captain, obvious. But uh, the kid made, you know, based on the environment, the lack of reps that he's gotten – Mm-hmm. And now you got ten days to prepare and get ready. And all you got to do is all you got to do is demonstrate a game plan against the Steelers. That's all you have to do. You know, Sunday you don't have to demonstrate a plan to win the entire league. No. You just got to beat the Steelers. That's what you have to do. That's what the Steelers, Cincinnati, yeah. whatever game plan we put together is good enough to beat Cincinnati. Whatever the Cincinnati Bengals put together is good enough to beat Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's about character, right? I think this is a, talk about adversity reveals character. I think football teams, when they lose their quarterback, that's when you find out who they really are. Are they going to tuck their tail and make excuses? Well, you know, we lost our guy. Are they going to still come out and put up a fight? Um, And I love those kind of football teams. And I think that's what at least I'm expecting from the Cincinnati Bengals team. Listen, you lose a lot when you lose a guy like Joe Burrow, but you still can come out and compete each and every week. And let's see where the chips fall. I've seen... The really good teams in our league do that. I've seen uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers do that. In fact, I've seen the Cleveland Browns just do it yesterday with yep. a rookie quarterback, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Yep. Uh, he yep. came out and he competed. So you can still be a playoff-worthy team after losing your quarterback, there is no doubt. I want to change it uh, to one last question before we let you go, Merrill. The AFC North is clearly a very special division. For you and I, I played most of my career, when I played in Minnesota, most of my career in the AFC North, played for two teams in that division. You were a longtime Pittsburgh Steeler. You played in that division. And now even as we look at it today, uh, you could see the competitiveness in this division. All four teams play outside when the weather is inclement, when it's hot in September, when it's cold in November and December. Um, what makes the AFC North a, a special division for you? You know, when I first got in the league, I saw actually the Bengals were the standard. You know, you guys said, <laughs> yeah. you guys went to the Super Bowl. I think you went to the Super Bowl of the year. Was it 87 you guys went to the Super Bowl? 88, um, 88. Okay, 88, second okay, year. 88. Yeah. yeah, the second year. But, you know, I mean, I remember, you know, we'd get we'd get close. And actually, um, Jason Buck, if you remember him, he was a first-round draft pick in yeah. 87. From okay. BYU, right? Yeah, yeah from BYU. Um and I mean, you guys had. I mean, you guys were good. You had good players everywhere. Um, but I it was about our third year in '89, after '88, that we started chipping away. We were it, the game was much closer. Mm-hmm. You, you guys beat us at Cincinnati, but I remember the talk. Even you know, because players say this too. It's like you guys are getting so much better. Like, yeah. You guys are much better than you were the year before. And you know, was knocking on the Super Bowl door to AFC Championship games. Um, Houston was supposed to always win it. But no, you know, they were the most talented, but they they found a way to implode (laughs) at the end of the season. 
Um, but that division, and you talk about, you know, it's kind of, you know, when you say physical, well, listen, every game's physical. There's there's just some games, you know, in those AFC Central, AFC North now, those games, if you could play in that division, you could play anywhere in football. That's there's right. nobody that you went outside that division and went, they, they beat they beat them. So that division beats themselves up more than we No, no, no. We were, if you could win that division, you had a shot. You had a shot to take it all the way uh, to the top. And I, I learned that in 87 because we, I would consider we were probably the worst team in that division for like three years or at least two years until yeah, we started yeah. to, um, we, we started to get better. So when I came in, you know, you guys were the standards mm-hmm. since uh, Cleveland was the standard. And, um, and we, it was a very similar division. You know, every one of us was, I think, in a playoff. Well, I can't remember what year, but I know that the one year we went to um, Houston for the wild card game. And I can't remember if Cleveland was in it that year, too, or the next year. I think Cleveland and uh, us yeah, were Cleveland, in it. Cleveland was in it. Um, yeah. Uh, we were in it. You guys were in it because you went out to Denver, beat the Broncos. That's right. That's I mean, right. So we were always sending about three, <laughs> three, three teams to the playoffs almost every right. single year. And the Houston so they, Oilers at that time, they were a talented team. You and I both, they had a Hall of Fame offensive line. They had a yeah. quarterback who would become a Hall of Famer, Warren Moon. Uh, yeah. They had all these great running backs, even though they didn't use them, right? They were they were always in the run and shoot. So they had a Mike Rogier. They had an yeah. Allen Pinkett. They had Alonzo Highsmith. I mean, they had all these yeah. great running backs, but they, they were always White. trying to throw it, right? And we were yeah. like thinking, yeah. these guys are not that smart. Because they have this great yeah. offensive line, all these great running backs, but they rather throw the ball. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. It helped us out. <laughs> yep, sure did. Sure did. But I appreciate that. The AFC North remains, I still think, a very tough and physical division. It is a competitive, uh, highly yeah. contested di- division. Um, and the quarterbacks. I mean, I know Deshaun Watson now is out for the year. Joe Burrow's out for the year. And that I think that's the shame of it. Because I think it's shaping up to be this highly competitive deal between all four teams, to be honest with you, as we were getting into late November and into the month of December. But, hey, uh, it's like the Pittsburgh Steelers, three coaches in, what, 55, almost 60 years. Um, The Pittsburgh Steelers, as you well know, they play the long game. I think the Cincinnati Bengals clearly have adopted that. I think the Cleveland Browns are trying to adopt that. We know what the Ravens are. They are good with that quarterback, Lamar Jackson, and a defense now that plays. It's not going anywhere. I think over the next few years, the AFC North is going to continue to be a hotly contested division. That's You got to be physical, you got to be smart, and you got to be tough. Merrill Hodge, we appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time. I know you just got off an airplane, and you stopped by to join us here on the Believe in Bingo podcast. All the best to you, my friend. Anytime. Sally, love you, brother. You're the best. Love you, too. We'll be back with more. Thank you for joining us right here on the Believe in Bingo podcast on Bally Sports Ohio. Make sure you check out BetOnline for all of your sports betting needs. For anything that I do betting related, I go on over to betonline.ag and I use promo code BELIEVE50. BetOnline has all of the latest updated odds for the NFL and college football seasons. Anything you need, whether it's futures, Live in-game betting, no matter what, your football betting needs are met at Bet Online. And again, make sure you use that promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V, 
five zero to get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.